Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, 24 hours in perspective can really make a difference in life. I wake up this morning, the car battery is dead. I had to jump it. Then I go to my fast food restaurant and the line is an extra 10, 15 minutes. Really slow service to get my French toast dippers this morning. But nothing fazed me because it's all sunshine and blue skies in our life right now because we had a great day on the podcast yesterday. We win $336.30. We get some confidence back in the National Football League, hitting the under 50 between the Bucks and the Giants. And then in college basketball, we go six and one on the card. Our lone loser was Arkansas, and they had a double-digit lead for most of that game, and we played the worst value on the board. We played the minus eight and a half. Several of you got it at eight, even seven and a half, so you either pushed or cashed the ticket. We lose by the half a point, and that was our only loss in college basketball. So good night overall. We feel really good about things going into Tuesday, and now let's see how we do on the card today. We're going to lead off with Maction Football. And game number one, well, it's two teams as cold against the spread as we are on college football. Ball State and Buffalo. Ball State is a six and a half point favorite. Buffalo this year, four and seven straight up, three, seven and one against the spread. They've lost three straight straight up and against the number. Ball State, meanwhile, five and six straight up, three and eight against the spread. They've lost three or four straight up and their last four against the spread. So last week, I didn't see the 20-point loss coming to Central Michigan for Ball State, but tonight, a win, and they qualify for a bowl game. And what we do in this final game of the season is we compare it to a bowl game. Who has more motivation to play? And tonight, Ball State has more motivation. They're playing for that bowl game. Yeah, Buffalo may get up to try to stop them from qualifying, but I think Ball State has more motivation. Last year, Ball State won their first bowl game ever, and this year, they attempt to make it back-to-back qualifying years for the first time in a decade. That's enough for me. I'm going to play the Cardinals, Ball State, minus six and a half at home against Buffalo. Game number two in the MAC is going to be Western Michigan, minus four at Northern Illinois. The number doesn't make sense based on the stats here, but we'll tell you why in a moment. Western is six and five straight up, four, six and one against the spread. They've lost three of four, and they've lost four straight against the spread. Meanwhile, Northern is eight and three straight up, seven, three and one against the spread. Their five-point loss to Kent State is their only blemish since losing to Michigan back in September. So Northern Illinois is the king of one-score wins in conference this year. Their average margin of victory, a whopping four points. They are already locked into the MAC title game next week. So I don't know if they treat this game like an exhibition game or not. I'm not sure. Meanwhile, on the other side of the football, Western Michigan, this matters to head coach Tim Lester. His team has not won at Northern Illinois since 2007. And if they have a seven-win season, it should guarantee him a bowl game. So I'm going to lay the four with Western Michigan on the road tonight at Northern Illinois. So those are your two games in the MAC. We're on Ball State minus the six and a half, and we're on Western Michigan minus the four. Now we get to the superstition section, where a couple of weeks ago we switched up the order and we got hot. Now We've lost four straight in hockey. We've lost three straight in the NBA, so we're switching it back. Next up, we go to the frozen pond. It is Calgary minus one and a half over Chicago, and that's at a plus 115. So the Flames are 11-3-5 and five this season. They are 2-1-3 and three at home, and they are outscoring their opponents 63-36 to 36 this year. Last time out for them, they won at Boston 4 nothing. Meanwhile, the Blackhawks, well, you can thank me for getting you hot because I've been against you like three straight games and you won them. 
The Blackhawks are 6-10-2 straight up, 2-6-1 on the road, so not a good road record yet. They have outs- been outscored this year 58-40. to Last time out for them, they won at Vancouver, 1-0 on Sunday. So the Flames have won four straight. Let's keep this simple. Let's make it five. Flames minus one and a half at a plus 115 over Chicago. Next up, we go to the association where we're going to play Portland and Denver under the 212 and a half. The Nuggets are 11 and six to the under this year. Last time out, they lost 126 to 97 at Phoenix going over the number. Meanwhile, the Blazers are nine and eight to the under this year. Last time out, they beat Philly 118 to 111 going over the number. So the Nuggets are winless when they give up 100 or more points this season. And they have won all but one game when they keep their opponents under 100. With a four-game losing streak, I expect the Nuggets to have plenty of defensive intensity tonight. So we're going to play the under 212 and a half between Portland and Denver. Now let's go to college basketball. The first game on the docket is really early. So if you want to get the play in, don't waste any time. It is Evansville plus nine over Vermont. So Evansville lost in triple overtime yesterday. Legs might be an issue, but they also scored 104 points and shot the ball well. That momentum carries over into today. Plus, I think they'll have a sense of urgency to finish the job and get the win. I'm going to take the Purple Aces plus the nine over Vermont. Next up on the card, it is Wright State minus one and a half against James Madison. This might be my last stand with Scott Nagy at Wright State this year. They are 0-3 straight up. They are 0-3 against the spread. They can't seem to shoot the three. Horrific shooting yesterday against GW. How bad? They went three of 23 on three-pointers. That's 13%. No way they can be that bad again today. So I'm going to take the Raiders of Wright State minus one and a half over JMU. Next up on the card, it is Oakland plus one over Rice. I was one of the few that stayed on the Golden Grizzlies bandwagon, and they delivered yesterday beating Vermont. Come on, everyone. Jump back on. I'll remind you that this team won at Oklahoma State by one. They beat Toledo by 21, and then that hard-fought loss at West Virginia by seven. Oakland plus one is the play today over Rice. Next up, it is Houston minus six over Wisconsin. So a great rally and win yesterday by the Badgers over Texas A&M. We wanted that because it set up this game. Wisconsin goes into long scoring droughts on a consistent basis. And now they get to play this Houston D. Calvin Sampson's D has given up an average of 48 points per game in the last three. And we're not talking football here. We're talking basketball, 48 points per game. Those last three games were against Rice, Butler, and Virginia. Houston, minus six is my play in the game that's set up perfectly for us. Next up, it is Kent State, minus seven over GW. Seven is a big number in these types of tournaments, but Kent State has the ability to separate, and Kent State will make shots today, unlike Wright State yesterday. I like the Golden Flashes to run away with this one. Kent State, minus seven, is the play against GW. Next up, we're going Illinois, minus 10 over Kansas State. So Arkansas, as we know, let off the gas last night and allowed K-State to backdoor them. Illinois is coming off an embarrassing loss, and they didn't take advantage of the triple teams against Kofi. Guys like Trent Frazier are not going to go 0 for 9 on open looks most nights. I was wrong last night, but I don't expect to be wrong tonight. Illinois will separate and give us a Tier 3 blowout. Illinois, minus 10, is the play over K-State. 
And then as we wrap up, what is a chalky card, which makes me a little bit nervous. We're playing the Zags of Gonzaga, minus five and a half over UCLA. Dickie V is back. It's number one against number two. Oh, baby, I'm excited for this one. Will it live up to the hype? Eh, no. Revenge factor for UCLA favor them tonight? No. The Zags are going to cover the five and a half. It is Gonzaga, minus five and a half over UCLA. So let's recap the rest of the card for you. On the frozen pond, we like Calgary, minus the one and a half over Chicago at a plus 115. We're on Portland and Denver under the 212 and a half. Then in college basketball, your seven pack today, Evansville plus nine over Vermont, Wright State minus one and a half over James Madison, Oakland plus one over Rice, Houston minus six over Wisconsin, Kent State minus seven over George Washington, Illinois minus 10 over Kansas State, and Gonzaga minus five and a half over UCLA. That's your card for a Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.